3: Volume Boxing with Chris Mannix is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, PGA Tour, and so much more. It's got great promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe. It's secure. You get your winning fast. It's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay and you can discover the most popular SGPs each day right when you log in. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started right now. Sign up with the promo code BOXING so they know that I sent you. This is Boxing with Chris Mannix. Somebody punch him in the face. Anthony Joshua is a composed and ferocious finisher. Watch this.
1: Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight champion. Hosted by SI's Chris Mannix
3: that was my moment now with interviews analysis and everything going on in the world of boxing when you have talent you are given another chance here's chris mannix all right chris mannix here with sergio mora former junior middleweight champion we were both ringside for canelo alvarez dimitri Bivol, and sergio this was the biggest upset of the year one of the biggest upsets we've seen a while dimitri Bivol outboxes Canelo Alvarez to take a unanimous decision. Give me your just big-picture takeaways from what you saw tonight.
4: Uh, the judges got it right. Uh, I got it right. Uh, a lot of people that know what they're watching and what to expect from such a polished fighter and a strong, disciplined mind like Bevo, he did it. But we doubted whether he can do it for 12 rounds. We doubted that how, how is he going to react when he gets punched. Uh, was he going to be able to hurt Canelo? All those all those questions got answered because, one, we really didn't see Canelo land anything of significance, so we don't know if Bevel could take a shot. And like the great Pernell Whitaker used to say, I don't know if I can take a shot, and I don't want to find out. We didn't find out. Bevel controlled everything, did everything right, and Canelo was frustrated from round three, four. He just couldn't get anything going.
3: You know, my biggest concern about Bevel coming in yeah. is a concern I've had with a lot of Canelo opponents, that they go from C level to A level, that they don't have that almost Canelo fighter. You know where it's Caleb Plant never fought anyone on Canelo's level. Billy Joe Saunders had only fought David Lemieux. Dimitri Bivol does have a quality win over Joe Smith, but he has not fought anyone on Canelo's level. So I was concerned about that going into the fight. But then, like the first round happens, and the second round happens, and Bivol does not look rattled. He came in with an excellent game plan. He and Joel Diaz said, We're gonna use the jab, we're gonna control the distance, and we're gonna use our right hand smartly in this fight. I thought, you know, putting aside what he did, how physically strong he was in the ring, his game plan
4: was flawless. And I'm glad you brought up uh Diaz because uh coach Antonio Diaz and Joel Diaz, both of them deserve a lot of credit for this because they 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 built a game plan around a, a fighter that can follow it all the way to the end, but they had to take chances as well it wasn't just like it was a uh a strategic you know jab fest no he fought canelo he he he, he threw combinations at him he backed them up he had him against the ropes uh, it was it was it was all around something spe- special to watch, and for Canelo, discouraging. I don't know if it was frustration, but he looked fatigued as well. He was getting up from the stool really early, shaking out his legs, uh, blessing himself, uh, and they were frustrated with him in the corner. Uh, I wish they would have let me co- uh, um, translate in in the corner because they were they were scolding him. Yeah, from like the seventh, eighth round, they knew. They'd they know, they showed con- concern. Seventh, eighth round. Then they started admonishing him. By they the knew he yep. was down.
3: Canelo said but, after the fight, thought he did enough to win. I don't think Eddie Reynoso, in those later rounds thought Canelo was winning.
4: No, and they were saying, what? "Qué pasó, cabrón? Despiértate, qué anda pasando? You know, like what's going on? You fool, get. We need these rounds. You need us get going. What's wrong? Do you feel good? Uh, these are things that you know got missed, but. Um, Canelo just was frustrated. He couldn't get anything going. He thought normally guys would block and he can pierce yeah. the block, especially the more the, 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 the rounds when they get more tired, your, your arms start getting more uh, fatigued. And obviously, you can't block as strong. Bebo was calm, man. He was just like picking everything up and then he would bounce around the ring. It was just great, great, great performance.
3: When did, At what point during the fight did you think, oh, man, Canelo's kind of in some trouble here. Because we've seen guys have some yeah. success against Canelo early on. Yeah. He turns the tide, hits him with a big punch. When did you start to think, like, uh-oh, this guy could be in for a tough night? Yeah,
4: you know, we realized it was going to be a, a difficult fight for him by the third round. But I realized that Canelo was in trouble by, the, like, the eighth. I think I told Todd. I go, no, no. He said he might be losing. I go, no, he's not lo- uh, uh, Canelo is not might lose losing, he's losing this fight. I, and uh, I think everyone knew it, including uh, Team Canelo.
3: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, when I, when I started to see Canelo in those middle rounds, boxing kind of with his hands down, a frustrated look on his face. Yeah. Remember what was the round it was? Right in the middle rounds, maybe the sixth, I want to say, when Canelo took like eight, nine punches in a row, leaned against the ropes, waved Bebo in, people just stood there. Like he was mm-hmm. disciplined throughout mm-hmm. that. And that comes from something you talk about a lot, with boxers amateur background beevil does not have this deep pro resume but he is a decorated amateur a lot of gold medals from international tournaments on his resume i think that paid off for him tonight
4: uh international tournaments world championships i mean that that experience goes a long way i didn't have that much amateur experience so when when i was turning pro i was learning on the job I, i wasn't a polished boxer i didn't use the jab Bivo, on the other hand, he's the complete opposite. He uses a jab. Everything is established off that. And he and everyone talks about ring generalship. A lot of people don't know what it, what it means. Watch the you fight. You saw it. That was watch ring generalship. With, watch the fight with Dimitri Bivon and Canelo. That's ring generalship one on one at its best.
3: Yeah, he was unbelievable out there. Did you watch that fight and think, all right, maybe Canelo's not a light heavyweight? Because this was his second go round at light heavyweight, but the first one back in 2019 was a carefully curated pick. I mean, Sergey Kovalev was the biggest name at light heavyweight at that time, but I don't think anyone thought he was the best light heavyweight. He was in his late 30s. He was coming off a really tough fight against Anthony Yard. A year before that, he was knocked out by Aledier Alvarez. He was kind of the perfect light heavyweight opponent to pick. This, to me, was honestly like Canelo's light heavyweight debut. Like, this was Canelo against a 31-year-old undefeated in his prime, Big hitter, great boxer, light heavyweight. I think we might have seen that maybe we've seen the limit of Canelo Alvarez's weight greatness, like that 168. Might be the ceiling for a fighter like that. And there's
4: this. nothing wrong with that. No, there is nothing for, wrong with 154. that. Because, he came, what do you mean, 144? champion, he started am Well, he started at 150 or 149 or whatever it was, but this is a five foot eight fighter. I mean, he's not going to be able to grow taller to, to, to grow into that mass. So he's just going to get wider. And we see that he's getting muscular, he's getting wider, but you're going to need more than that you're going to need reach and you're going to need height and of course you're going to have to match power for power for these big monsters at 175 that's why when you were talking about him moving up to heavyweight to fight Usyk, i was to like be fair, he was talking about slap yourself manix what were you talking about, it. about it? cruiserweight i still why thought it was it a bad idea slap yourself
3: manix he was talking I about i still not thought me. it was a bad
4: it was a bad idea but he can do it cuz he's great you're not so Correct. Canelo could actually get away by saying, and people would, you know, listen. Uh, I didn't listen. I thought it was a ridiculous idea because, come on, man, you're, you, you can't grow into that that frame. And even Bevo, who's not the biggest light heavyweight, he out-muscled and outsized him today. So for him to be in front of better or a Joe Smith, no way.
3: So, all right, well, along those lines then. Canelo Alvarez said he was going to exercise his rematch clause against people. They're going to try to make that fight, right. at least right now, for September. Uh, would you advise that? Would you do that if you were him? Or would you go back to 168, start looking at the Jamal Charlos, even the Gennady Golovkins? You could probably still do the Golovkin fight at 168 and make a lot of money off yeah. it. What would you do if you were Canelo?
4: Well, look, I, I, I'm i from a Mexican background as mm-hmm. well, and I know we have a lot of pride, and I know that we're not going to swallow it. We, we It just sticks to us. We can be smart and be like, no, we better just stay away from this for right now. Let's go, let's go beat Golovkin. Let's go pick up this big paycheck check against a fighter that we know we're probably gonna beat, but it's not gonna happen. No. The bravado, the cojones, the the spirit too much, he's going to go straight into that Bebo rematch. And, and we're it.
3: recording this like while Canelo is having his post-fight press conference. And he's been saying, I've been looking at some of the tweets, he's been saying, I thought I won, I thought I did enough. No, he didn't win. You know, well, he thought he won. I'm just in saying, pr- like, so he's not walking away from this thinking, I'm overmatched. No, he's walking wait away a from minute, this thinking, wait a
4: minute, do. he might be uh, changing his story because in the ring with you while you're interviewing yep. him, he didn't say none of that. He says, Every fighter loses, it was my time to lose. Yep. He admitted it. He says, I got beat by a better man, and then you got a credit to a, a, a fighter with a great game plan, and he followed it through. He was hard to hit. Canelo was praising uh, uh, Bevo, and he admitted on the loss. If they
3: do a rematch... Do you think anything would go differently?
4: Yeah, I think uh, I, I think Canelo uh, will start off faster, and I think he would aim at the shoulders, at the biceps, at the form. Did forearms. you
3: see Beeble's arm after that? Did like you, you hear
4: he Beeble's comment towards you? By the go, way, was that not one of the best post-fight post interviews? That was the best post interviews ever. Were you ever hurt in that fight? Yes. <laughs> in my arm.
3: He, he goes, I can't hold this belt in anymore. In my arm. Because I can't hold the belt. I think
4: that will be the game plan going yeah. into the second fight. Just like he did he he beat the, Smith. He yeah. beat the hell out of the arms of Callum Smith. Mm-hmm.
3: No, he did do all that. I don't know. I mean, Beeple's a really good fighter. And even though he had not had a win of that caliber going into that fight, there's no reason to believe he won't be as good the next time around. And maybe adjust even more. Like, he came in uncertain of Canelo's speed. He knows his speed now. Mm -hmm. He's ready for it. I mean, he might be even better in the second fight, too.
4: You know, good fighters could have great performances and uh we saw one tonight and with Bevo I think his temperament just his personality the way he thinks I he's not gonna get overconfident or take this win uh for granted and he knows the adjustment that Canelo is gonna try to make so no Bevo will be ready the second time around can
3: we get the YouTube audience to comment on your jacket
4: listen it was a big hit everyone was talking about how bad this was gonna look everyone loved it all right see you next week
0: And even... Checkout's
1: not until 4, so...
0: Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
2: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.